All right, folks, welcome to Nino's Corner. I'm joined once again with Sheriff Richard Mack, America's favorite sheriff. Uh, Rich, I, I really appreciate you uh, joining me, Richard. Uh, it's There's so much I want to talk about right now in this episode because I'm very confused. <laughs> I'm very confused of everything that's going on right now, especially after the Butler County Sheriff came out uh, and talked about the meeting in D.C., Washington, D.C., uh, being mm-hmm. head by... Uh, FBI Director Ray. I'm concerned about the federalization of the sheriffs. There's a lot of things I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about when, not if, an event happens in, on American soil with the open borders, all the Chinese coming through, uh, Venezuelans coming through. I mean, this is just, it's so out of hand. It's unbelievable. Uh, but first, folks, let me get started with this noble gold. Get your gold because, yes, it's getting crazy. Financial storms might be raging, but thousands of investors in precious metals with noble gold investments are smiling. Uh, They know that whatever happens, their investments will be safe from turmoil. Protect your savings from market volatility with a noble gold investments IRA and claim your free silver virtue coin. Talk to a noble gold investments expert today, and they'll talk you through your options. And if you qualify, they'll guide you through the whole process. Call 877-646-5347 today and take control of your financial future or just simply hit the link down below, folks, to get started. Sheriff, Sheriff Mack. Oh, man. Yes. So I guess I do have a lot to be concerned with here, right? I mean, I'm bringing up, I'm bringing up some valid points, correct? Uh, you absolutely are, Nino. Uh, absolutely. And uh, Butler County Sheriff is from Ohio. And uh, he's been on the forefront of standing against the White House. So he's a he's a pretty independent guy. He's a pretty strong guy for uh, individual liberty and that it's our choice to shut our schools down or shut our businesses down. Uh, and he didn't enforce any of that. And uh, I kind of like the guy. But he expressed what you heard him expressing. He expressed some truths about the criticisms that uh, FBI Director Ray uh, uh, spilled out at uh, that he that he talked about at the National Sheriffs Association convention that was just held, and I think it was in the Washington D.C. area. Uh, and they have them all over the country. Sometimes they have them in Phoenix or Nashville. The only one I ever went to was in Nashville, and I was trying to reach out to the National Sheriffs Association because. They uh, seem to be just the opposite of what I stand for. What do you mean? Uh, by that? Um, they want to take all the grants from the federal government. They want to take all the money they can from, from the federal government. They want to rub shoulders with the federal government. And quite, uh, let me tell you quite honestly, and I, and I have trained sheriffs nationwide in this one particular principle. If you're taking money, from the federal government, one, they have no authority to issue grants to law enforcement or sheriff's offices. That's com- that's complete bogus uh, and unconstitutional monies. The, the United States Congress has no authority, the president has no authority to take taxpayer dollars and give it back uh, to police departments and sheriff's offices uh, across this country. It is a, quote, legal bribe and there's no such thing as legal bribes there's always uh strings attached and if nothing else uh the federal government uh is buying influence into the counties and cities that take that money 
There's no question about that. I've seen these grants before when I was sheriff. I never took one of them, not a single one. One of the worst ones was uh, under Bill Clinton that he was going to put another 150,000 no, new police officers on the streets by offering these grants to sheriff's offices and police departments. And it was a, it was completely bogus. And it, it only lasted for three years. And then the, the counties and cities had to pick them up. And at the very beginning, they only paid for half. Uh, but it's still money that they have no authority to be spending in, in that manner. And they need to stick to the to the Constitution and the rule of law, which obviously they don't. And sheriffs will a lot. You know, some sheriffs will run and say, "Hey, we got a lot of federal grants, and uh, I got all this free money for our county." And it's it's so uh, just it's the sheriffs. So it's, it's, obviously it's a form of don't control. Know. So it's a form of control yeah. to put a leash on the sheriffs and keep you of in course. lock. Keep you in lockstep with federal federalizing the sheriffs, basically. Exactly. And now, uh, and then, if you go, if you actually attend the National Sheriffs Association conference, they have a big expo hall, huge. And and guess who has about a third of the tables in there? There's probably ten thousand tables in there, and a third of them are bought up by federal dollars. The DEA will have about four or five tables, and and these tables cost like nine hundred dollars each. So the DEA has four or five tables, and then ICE will have about ten tables, and then Customs will have about ten tables, and the FBI will have about ten tables, and all of this is just a a crock of of money that goes to the National Sheriffs Association from the federal government. So if the federal government is basically funding the the NSA, not the National Security Agency, but the Na the National Sheriffs Association. If they're basically funding them to to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars for these expos and conventions, you know where they're going to be leaning. They're going to be leaning who pays them the money, and right. and, and, that, the, and the NSA sure. hasn't been doing financially well. So they love the federal government, and they're of course they're going to be buddies. Because they're paying them to be buddies. So how many sheriffs are in lockstep with the federal government right now, if you can make it a guess, like a guesstimate? Well, that's how the many... good news. Okay. The good news is sheriffs still go there, whether they are in lockstep with the feds or even the National Sheriffs Association. There's lots of sheriffs that don't really care for uh, the political stands of the National Sheriffs Association. Uh, and they, they say they're there to help the sheriffs. Well, we've had numerous sheriffs do things uh, that the the NSA turns their back on them, like Sheriff Jeff Christopher in Dem in uh, Delaware. He was being attacked, and and the state was uh, taking away law enforcement authority from the sheriffs in Delaware. And there's only three counties there; it's like the smallest state. And so, but the but Sheriff Jeff Christopher wanted to keep his authority, and he wanted to be a constitutional sheriff, and he wanted to protect the people. And the state said no. And Bo Biden was the attorney general of the state. And he said, no, no sheriffs, uh, the state has a right to do this. Well, uh, Sheriff Christopher sued him and it was defended by Bo Biden. And of course, Bo Biden and the Democrats won that. And so the National Sheriff's Association wouldn't lift a finger to help them. But the Constitutional Sheriff's 
and Peace Officers Association, of which I am the founder and president, CSPOA, CSPOA.org, we did. And we helped him financially. We helped him with his uh, defense team. And uh, he still lost because it was Delaware and it was the Bidens. So I know that the sheriffs are really the light, the last, the last line of defense, right? When 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 True. crap hits the fan and things go bad, people have to really count and depend on their sheriffs. Yes. How do we know what sheriffs are 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 bought off or what sheriffs that we can depend on? How are we going to know that? Seriously, like I I don't I have no idea of knowing this because I've heard um, certain sheriffs do this, certain sheriffs do that. You can't trust this sheriff. You can't trust that. Sheriff. How do we know what sheriff we can count on? Uh, what are what are methods? How can we just call them and say, "Hey, are you going to uphold the Constitution?" I mean, what do we do? How, it's only until the crowd actually will find this out. There's actually some truth to what you just said. Everybody listening to this call needs to vet their sheriffs, and and being that there's over three thousand sheriffs in America, I can't do it all. Now I know a lot of the sheriffs, and I've worked with a lot of the sheriffs, and we've trained a lot of these sheriffs. But as far as everything that you're asking, you're, we've maybe done seven or 800 sheriffs uh, that are out there. And of, of those sheriffs that we've trained, there's about 250, 300 that are solid on the Constitution. That means we have about 10%. You need to go vet your sheriff. You need to ask them, will you protect me from gun control? And I will tell you, that's the one issue where the National Sheriff's Association is very wishy-washy. They said that gun control laws on the books should be enforced. We say that gun control books on the on the books should not be enforced. The the Constitution forbids gun control. So the in sheriffs are divided. Many of the sheriffs. Would you say they are? Wait, however, however, let me let me finish that part though. That's the one issue where the sheriffs are the most united, and they've done it before, and they did it to buy uh, to Biden just recently when he was proposing more gun control. And hundreds of sheriffs signed a letter and sent, sent it to Biden and said, we will not allow any more citizens to be treated like criminals because they own a gun. You will not come in and confiscate guns from law-abiding citizens. After Sandy Hook in Connecticut, they did it to establish all this gun control. Uh, and they keep acting like these dictators of the banana republics. And yet we, we, we keep voting them into office because they're such heroes. The problem is... Gun control is against the law in America, as ordained by the Bill of Rights. And so uh, 550 sheriffs signed a letter saying, we will not tolerate any more gun control in our counties. And they pulled back. The so sheriffs, when they stand against the federal government, win every time. So like in Hawaii, they, they, they just passed oh. gun control. What, what, so what's the sheriff there doing? I mean, he just... Well, He's that's that's one of the regrettable states. There are no sheriffs in uh, Hawaii, and there's no there's no sheriffs in Alaska. You have to turn to the city police or to your mayors uh, because the mayors are elected. The city police department, the, the chief, is appointed, and he'll answer to the mayor or to the city council or to the town manager. And so you've got to, the people in Hawaii, I've been out there, we've done, we've had these conversations and I've done some seminars out there. I even went and talked to the mayor of Honolulu, uh, came to the park, uh, Queen Kapiolani Park on, on East uh, Waikiki, 
where I had been speaking. And uh, about 35 cops came there and surrounded some people who weren't wearing. <laughs> and they arrested. They threw a lady down and arrested two or three people. And so I went to complain to the mayor. He he at least gave us audience. And I talked to him for about an hour. But he doesn't care about the Constitution. And he told us he didn't. I said, Mayor, you you yeah. know you swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution. Why don't you come in and train your officers to do that? And he goes, no, nah, we, we, you know, I, I, I've never, he said this, I, I've never really got into the constitution that much. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's unbelievable. So, and he's and holding also office. One other state. One other and he state had to swear to the swear. constitution. Oh, I know. That's why we have such a problem today. Where, uh, you know, people think that the constitution's a problem. The constitution is not the problem. It's that we're not enforcing the Constitution. We're not obeying the Constitution. Constitu Constitution, that's a problem. Connecticut got rid of sheriffs about 25 years ago. So there's three states that don't have sheriffs at all. However, 99% of the sheriffs are elected, appointed by we the people. Uh, 47 states still have elected sheriffs. Some of those, about four of those states have diminished the role and power of the sheriff like Delaware did. So we still have about 43 but we still don't, states that are good. But we still don't know how many of them are really, that's why we that's got That's why, them. yeah, yeah. And I'm glad you brought that back up. People on this call, you've got to vet your sheriff and be nice about it. Make an appointment. Take four or five people with you. Say that you, we, we represent a gun club, or we represent uh, an anti-tax group, or or we just are part of the the old Tea Party groups, or or you're part of this CSPA. Maybe you're on the posse of the CSPA, which we highly recommend every one of you because we train you how to t deal with your sheriffs. And look, we have three thousand sheriffs in America. We're not going to get the the Chicago sheriff. We're not going to get the San Francisco sheriff. We're not going to get the New York sheriff. We have good sheriffs in New York, but the New York City sheriff is not going to buckle down and, and come to this, come to his senses and say, hey, we've got to start enforcing the Constitution. But we, we won't get Houston. We won't get Austin. But, folks, we will get the rural sheriffs all across, their, across the country. And we have some big-time sheriffs, and we have one running right now in uh, Maricopa County which is the third or fourth largest sheriff's office in the country. We have a good man that's totally dedicated to the principles of liberty and protecting the civil rights of all citizens, who is probably number one to be the next sheriff in Maricopa County, Jerry Sheridan. And, and so I'm really working my butt off to try to make sure that Jerry Sheridan gets elected here. That would be huge for America. But look, you're not going to get every sheriff. You people in Idaho, you're probably not going to get the sheriff in Boise. He's already come out against uh, constitutional sheriff stuff. And so, and we have a sheriff in uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, who retired from Los Angeles PD and then came and got elected sheriff in Kootenai County. So we've got to be more vigilant as voters and citizens. But the sheriff reports to you, you're his only boss. Go talk to him and ask him what you were just alluding to earlier. Are you a constitutional sheriff? One of the sheriffs there says, no, I, I don't like that term constitutional. 
Well, then what kind of a sheriff are you? Did you take an oath? Will you, will you protect us from tyranny and abusive and oppressive government? Will you protect me from the weaponization of the FBI? Will you protect me from the bullying and unconstitutional acts of the IRS? Well, Go see, that's, ask him. That's what worries me, though, that, that they all met up there in D.C. to get briefed by who? The FBI. FBI. That worries me because now they're but, trying to get them in lockstep with the FBI because if an no, event no, no, no. happens in America... But let on. me... Okay, yeah, go ahead. ahead. Okay, I so mean, I'm saying that if an event happens, now they got the sheriffs in lockstep is what I'm thinking here. But this really surprised me that Ray was talking about something that was so highly critical of what has happened at the border. Because this is the FBI, and it's been all over the news that he said this. It, this just didn't happen to, to the, the National Sheriff's Association. Ray went there and told him, we have had Chinese dissidents and spies and mercenaries infiltrate America from the southern border because there's no security down there. And so, of course, we have uh, not just people from Venezuela or Guatemala. We have people from uh, all, every Middle Eastern country, tens of thousands of uh, international have infiltrated America. The Chinese are set up here. The MS-13 and other uh, Latin American cartel gangs are set up in America. And so what the FBI was doing, uh, maybe in a backdoor way, was criticizing the lack of security at the border. And now he's warning sheriffs, you better be prepared for what is the eventuality of an attack within America because they're all here. You, why would they be here? If they're not going to be doing something bad towards America. And and Ray even said specifically, they're going to go after our grid. They're going to go after our water supply. He said that specifically. And so my hat's off to Ray for actually saying the truth to the sheriffs. And and Sheriff and, and Jones said, from Butler County, said, Ohio when, took it not, seriously. He said when, not if. He's saying this That's is correct. So as we That's approach, correct. so as we approach closer to November, we can imagine that as they realize they can't get rid of Mister T, <laughs> I have to say that um, that it's going to be some. See, I, I I think the perfect storm is brewing right now. Who's going to be? Is it going to be a false flag event? How is this going to go down? I'm not sure, but they're going to blame it on the people coming here. Okay, that's that's how I'm going to put it. It scares me that. The sheriffs, our last line of defense, will be in lockstep with the FBI when we cannot trust the FBI. And I mean, that is a worry of mine. Is that is a worry of mine as well? But with Ray warning all the sheriffs that you better be doing something and better be prepared. That's way out of character for the FBI. I don't know why they did it. I don't know if there's subterfuge be, behind that. Because I'm going to tell you right now. I've said it before. Uh, and I'll say it again. My dad retired from the FBI. My cousin was a deputy director of the FBI, the number two man in the FBI for a number of years. Uh, he was a good man. However, uh, my dad would be turning over in his grave if he saw what the FBI is doing today. He retired back in 1975. Uh, and my cousin retired about 20 years ago. This, this is a key issue here, though. 
the the sheriffs of this country now know, have this intel. What are they going to do? And and I'm going to be I'm going to do, be doing my speeches about this. What are you doing to protect the people from the enemies that we now have from within that are here? They're in every state. And so sheriffs have got to get together in their states and start working out some barriers and some this, defenses. This had to happen and, like yesterday. <laughs> they, they, you know, exactly. They, and you were correct. They're way behind. They're way behind. And so they better get going and they better find a way to so, protect so our I'm, infrastructure. So what I'm what I'm thinking here is that my imagination starts going. I'm like, okay, so if something happens, and what I'm thinking it'll be coordinated towards many cities at once. So that it just it knocks us off our rocker, right? I don't think it'll just happen in one uh, targeted area. I think it's going to be in different areas all at once. And what I think, then the lockdowns come, right? Some kind of lockdown will take place. Everyone stay at home, stay in shelter. What do the sheriffs do then? Like, do the sheriffs just take their orders from who? Because, I mean, what, at that point, when when a crisis hits America, what happens? What is the sheriff supposed to do? Is he going to be okay? Let me get. I get a call from the FBI. I got to do what the FBI says. Or does the sheriff no. say, "No, I'm doing what I want to do. That's to protect the constitution." Because they didn't do it in 2020. Well, um, I'm proud to say that there were hundreds and hundreds of sheriffs that completely went against the grain on mandates. Uh, sheriff Jones in Butler County wasn't the only one. There were 25 in California. There were about another 25 in New York State. And, and so I think most of the sheriffs have learned, especially since with all the uh, data and information and statistics of the shutdown, they didn't work and the sheriffs know it. And they know they've been lied to. And so I think I hear sheriffs all over the country, never again, never again. And so if the sheriffs will now focus on getting uh, ready and prepared and having their county prepared, but every water supply could be secured and, and people should have their own independent water source within their home. And you should have your own food supply. But folks, you need to join the Constitutional Sheriff's Posse. That's at CSPOA.org. You need to become part of the solution. We keep you abreast on all of this. Every Tuesday morning, we have a webinar, and we help you react and work with your sheriff. Folks, you need to remember this, and this is huge. The sheriffs of this country work for the people. That's it. He has no other boss. The county commissioners or the board of supervisors are not your sheriff's boss. He is constitutionally elected by foreign of the people. He is appointed by you. You have a chance to review his work every four years, whether to keep him or not. And now our country is facing uh, the worst disaster we have had in uh, in decades, hun over hundreds since, of years, since, probably. Well, really, nine eleven. You can and you can do something about it, and you've got to start working with your sheriff. Join his posse. If he doesn't have a posse, create one and start working with him to make sure that your liberties are protected, your civil rights are protected, all people, and that you're creating some uh, serious protection of your state and county's infrastructure. 
And we should be checking our power sources and and the grid at every place because Nino, you've driven around, you've seen the big places where they have huge grids. How protected are they from even like a grenade launcher? Nothing. They're not at all. Nothing. Nothing. No, and they and need I, to start. Another, another question I have for you, like, so if if the crap really hit the fan, like I'm talking, uh, you know, let's let's just say, which God forbid, but we we got a feeling something's coming, right? So right. the sheriff can deputize uh, people, right? Like the, the citizens to to as many to as he on. wants. Yes. What does that entail? I mean, that sounds like something out of a Western movie. And I'm like, ah, okay, well, back is. to 1945. But I mean, it like, is. but I just have a hard time conceiving that happening in 2024. You know, like, no, oh, it's already happening. It's like, let's uh, create a posse. Yeah, but just, just 10 years ago, Joe Arpaio had 2,500 people on his posse. And, and it's the same thing today. The sheriff has the authority to call out all able-bodied citizens to help him defend the county or keep the peace within his county. And if that means filling sandbags or if it means going door to door and, and, and talking to people and making sure they're prepared, making sure they have guns and ammo, making sure they have food storage, making sure they have water. And but when, and, when, you, but when you're deputized, and get serious about this. When you're deputized, you can arrest, correct? That, that's of- Again, that's up to the sheriff. Now, we have one of our constitutional sheriffs that has deputized quite a few people, but he just calls them his posse. He has told them specifically, if they see a crime committed in front of them, that they are to hold the person there for a deputy, a, a, a bona fide deputy. But if he wants to train those posse members to be able to make arrests, if he wants to equip them with handcuffs, he can. But the thing of it is, having a posse is like an insurance policy. I have them ready. I have them trained. Whatever we need to be done in our county, they can do. And and Arpaio had them doing neighborhood p- patrols. He had them doing Christmas patrols because, w- one, they were very well trained and they were very well equipped. And that's what that's what we're supposed to be doing. Sheriffs need to wake up and, and see what's happening. And the message they got from the FBI this time really seems to be legit. So you feel, Sheriff, that this is going to happen? Do, do you feel like this, like an event's coming that's going to just make every other event that's ever happened in America pale in comparison? I mean, I, I feel like the enemies are behind the gates. Uh, we're sitting ducks now. I mean, it's scary. And the only place we're going to be able to turn to, in my opinion, is someone we can trust, someone who upholds the Constitution, which would be the sheriffs. The sheriff. Yeah, it, it is. And whether the sheriffs like it or not, they are the last line of defense. And creating uh, some barriers and some safety protocols and preparedness protocols within your county is vital that the sheriffs get that message. And that is our message. And so people, join the solution. We have one peaceful and effective solution left. And that is the sheriff working with his people. And, and even if this doesn't happen, you want your sheriff to have uh, your support and you working with him, no matter what, it, no matter what's going on in your community. It doesn't matter. It, it could be overzealous federal agents. It could be overzealous state agents. And we will protect the cause of liberty no matter what. And joining us at the CSPOA is a huge step in the right direction. 
So, yes, once again, I'm going to tell your people, go to CSPOA.org, become a member. It's very inexpensive, a few bucks a month. And I mean, like eight or nine bucks a month. And so be a part of the solution and let's get this thing moving because they're here. The enemy is now within. I've also heard, I've also heard, and I've heard, I'm sure you've heard these rumors as well, the whispers through the grapevine that the illegal immigrants are being uh, recruited into the armed services. Uh, these these military men true. are coming here and they're going into our services. What scares me is an event happens, then they 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 send out to deploy all our all our uh, army, navy, air force, whatever, out abroad. Military. And the ones that they have recruited here, which are illegal immigrants, have no uh, loyalty to the constitution whatsoever. They're now patrolling the streets. Uh, mm -hmm. This is like to me. This is very well gamed out, very very well planned out. So we can't trust them. Let's say they do put military on the streets. What does the sheriff do then? Uh, the sheriff is so prepared that he will tell them, go to a different county. I've got everything under control here. And that's exactly what you want your that's sheriff to do. That's when he better be start deputizing a lot of people, right? I mean. Yes, and get, but not just deputizing, but make sure that the protocols are there and the safety procedures are there and the protection is there. But yes, uh, there's already been sheriffs who, recently that if I have to protect the people, I'll deputize every single person in my county. And sheriffs in New Mexico have done that. Sheriffs in Florida, Texas, Arizona. So, so is that one yes, of the questions it, you ask? You ask the sheriff, like, are you willing to deputize everyone you need to to fight against uh, domestic terrorism or, you know. Whatever it is, whatever it is. But that that's not the, uh, I don't say uh, domestic terrorism or whatever, uh, or deputization. I said, are you ready to form a posse and keep it well-trained and well-equipped and ready at a moment's notice? It's a Minuteman minute organization and, and have them ready. If something goes bad, it, it, it could be bad weather. It could be a flood. It doesn't matter what it is and that they're ready to go to keep your county safe. Most sheriffs say yes. They, they, they'll they do it. We're heading into some turbulent times, Sheriff. I know you feel it. I feel no it. question. Um, this is about to get real. I think uh, yeah. they're not going to just give up power. You know, we know who we're talking about here. My YouTube audience knows who we're talking about. They're not going right. to just fold up camp and say, okay, better luck next time. That's not going to happen. This is right. this is game on. So I think we're all going to be tested. And uh, we got to vet our sheriffs. And I appreciate you coming on. Uh, you're my go-to guy for this stuff, man. I, I I know it's been a while since you've been on the program, but I'm going to be calling you a lot more now that we're coming into this storm, which I feel is going into November. I think anything's possible. Sheriff, uh, where can people find you? I guess they go to cspoa.org. Is that is that where you want people to go? Yes, yes. And and uh, make a donation. Become the, the most important thing you can do is become a member of the CSPOA Posse. Get on our calls every Tuesday morning, our webinar. Uh, I also do a Brighty on TV show every Tuesday morning. So uh, we're ready to teach you, to help you uh, react and interact with your sheriff.
Let me ask you this. Can anybody be deputized or is there like a test you got to take? <laughs> every able-bodied man, every able-bodied, and now it's every able-bodied citizen. When I had a posse, we had women, we had everybody of every race. It doesn't matter. And and folks, uh, Joe Arpaio had probably the best posse that's been in place in, in decades here in America. So uh, Sheriff Songer in Washington has a great posse. The, he has five pilots on his posse. So they're ready to go if they need to put uh, eyes in the air. They're ready to go. And he's got a, a, an extra layer of protection and help and an insurance policy with his 155 people member posse. But yes, the sheriff can order every able-bodied citizen to, be, uh, to come to his aid. So if your sheriff isn't, if an event happens and your sheriff isn't doing that, then you got that should be raising some red flags, right? That's correct. Can you go to a sheriff and say, "I want to be deputized"? And if he says he you has no right, you know, but I'm, I would still word it. I would still word it posse. He's it. That, that's a lot easier. That's a lot easier. It's mu much more uh, palatable uh, for the sheriff that way. Why don't we form a posse like many sheriffs in, in America already have? And, and you know, we can help you. We want to be ready anytime you need us. And bam, yeah, it works. We, we There's so much proof that a standing posse works. I would imagine, fact, I would imagine you can't have like a criminal record. You got to have a, you can't, you pass, don't you have to pass the psychological? Well, you, you know, if somebody committed a, a shoplifting or, had a mistake on their tax return. I don't really care. What about a DUI? I don't care. All right, cool. There's a lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot of good people. Now, I don't want you drunk driving. I don't care who you are. <laughs> I'm four I'll years my... sober. I'm four I'll... years sober. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go. I'm proud of you. you know? <laughs> but I don't care who it is. I'm, I'm just talk not talking to you. I'm talking to people in my county. Uh, if, if my mom is caught drunk driving, sorry. <laughs> Of course, she never drank. She never drank anything in her life. But, but, uh, but my, yeah, son, you gotta, my son, my son got arrested for DUI. So you know that's uh, that's the way it goes. I've been to the best of us. I was a good. I was having a good time. But yeah, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, go drinking, but don't drive. Yeah. Uh, but sure. I would still put. I would love to have you on my posse. Yeah, oh, or my son. You know, oh, that's no problem. In a heart. In a heartbeat, yes. I heart yeah. do. Um. Sheriff, thank you so much. Sheriff Mack, ladies and gentlemen, You're Richard welcome. Mack, uh, go to cspoa.org, cspoa.org, and donate. And uh, we got to start vetting your chefs, oh, chefs, sheriffs, start vetting your sheriffs, folks. We got to be on top of this starting yesterday, not now, yesterday. Correct. Thank you so much, Richard. Thanks, Nino. See you soon.